0: Hi, welcome to Praise FM. Thank you so much for joining our service today. We are super excited to have you here with us. God bless you as you listen. Amen. I'd like you to begin to tell him, Jesus, don't pass me by in this meeting tonight. He said he has not spoken in the secret places of the earth. And as he said to the seeds of Jacob to seek him in vain. Don't pass me by tonight. Don't pass me by tonight. Lord, I surrender wholly to you. Don't pass me by tonight. Don't pass me by tonight. Let this night be my night. For whatsoever shall escape the sword of Elisha, Azil shall slay. And that we shall escape the sword of Azil, Jehu shall slay. Lord, don't pass me tonight. Don't pass me by tonight. I have come with a very large appetite tonight. Don't pass me by tonight, Jesus. Don't pass me by tonight. It is a cry. It is a cry. Mm. For in the third day, he will raise us up again. After he has revived us, he will raise us up again. Jesus, don't pass me by. Let my rivers be open. Let the gates of my rivers be open tonight. Let the gates of my rivers be open tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Can we lift up our voice and pray again for one minute in the spirit.
1: Iyapozi
0: kata ayane, na
1: in Papa Zipa, in Rabadanakata, as Waka, as Waka, in Rabadanabada, in Rabadanaba, as Waka, in Panama, in Papa, in Papo, in Papa, in Panada, as Waka,
0: in Pakata,
1: in Wakate, in Rabadanabada, in Pakatasipa, in Tabalada.
0: Baka
1: sakada, ekada, ina in for your glory, for your glory, Errabadaba, Errabadaba, and let the waters, let the waters flow, let it flow, let it flow, a pakata, a rabada, a quapa sata, a rabada, and tozepa, a in the
0: mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. We'll be rising up to pray. It's a prayer meeting. The Lord is said to open eternal rivers. He said to open gates no man can shut. One of the things you'll be looking out for tonight is that the hand of God will come mightily upon you, and there will be an evidence that the Lord appeared. He said the Lord appeared unto Samuel again in Shiloh by His word. <laughs> tonight is your night of encounter. Amen tonight is your night of visitation. Amen. Tonight is your night of release. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'd like you to take your seat a few minutes. I'll rise up to pray. Shortly, Hallelujah. I want to appreciate God for this privilege to be on this altar again. This is a privilege and I don't take it for granted. And I also want to appreciate God's servant, our mother. Mommy, thank you for giving us this opportunity again. We love you. Hallelujah. Can we celebrate God's servant? (laughs) Praise God. Hallelujah. I also want to thank our chapel Meritus, for his love towards the church. This man has devoted his strength here. Sir, may God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And also Pastor Emmanuel Noel of Inside Bible Church. sir, you are welcome. Hallelujah. It is a privilege to be on this altar again. There is something I know tonight will happen and that is you will not go back the same way you came. Your amen is too casual. Aid. It looks like you don't know what you came to do tonight your amen in this case is irrelevant and is inconsequential. It is what I know that you will not leave this place the same way you came. Let's go to the word. And let's trust the Holy Ghost to have his way. Exodus chapter 33 verse 18 verse 18 down Shagabala Tamorada And he said, I beseech thee. Show me your glory. And he said, I will make my goodness pass before thee. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will show mercy. On whom I will show mercy. And he said, thou canst not see my face. For there shall no man see my face and leave. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me that thou shalt stand upon. A rock, continue. And it shall come to pass. that while my glory passeth by, that I will put thee in a cleave of the rock. Help us, Holy Spirit. I will cover thee with my hand while I pass. And I will take away my hand. And thou shalt see my back part. But my face thou shalt not see. Paratusegetables. chapter 6 verse 3 Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord he's going forth he's prepared as the morning and he shall come unto us as the rain, as the latter and the former rain, unto the earth. I'd like to submit to someone tonight that God is a God of dimensions, Is a God of pattern, Is a God of principles, He's a God of dimensions, He's a God of Patterns is the God of principle. Now yesterday, God's servant was trying to expand, expand to us how that the prophet was taken to the temple and the river started showing the dimensions of God. Of how that we got to the knees and then the ankle and then he got to the waist. And then the Bible made us understood that it became a river. This is the dimensions of God. There's a dimension of God that is the knee. There's a dimension of God that is the ankle. There is a dimension of God that is the west, and there is a dimension of God that is the river. Follow me. He said, "I will send to you again the former and the latter rain." Now, what we call the rain is a combination of the former. And then the latter, it is what gives birth to the rain. Follow me. What we define as the, the latter and the former glory, is a what we define as the glory is a combination of the latter glory and then the former glory coming together to form the glory of God. So in Exodus chapter 3, where we just read, Moses was looking, to, looking forward to see a dimension of God that was not to be revealed to his age. He said, Lord, that you will show me your glory. I want to see your glory. And then the Lord replied this statement. He said, that, Moses, you cannot see my glory because no man has ever seen my glory and lived. No man has ever seen my glory, no man has ever seen my face, and then leave. So it is not in your it is not in your dispensation, Moses, for you to understand my movement in the latter days. It is not in my dimensions, it is not in my agenda for you, Moses, to see my the, the, the dimension of this particular glory in your days. He cried, Lord, I want to see your glory. And there was a dimension that would have killed the man of God that was not revealed to him in his age. Just follow me. I'm laying a foundation. We will pray. For any man that sees my face, he said he will die. He will die for just seeing my face. So, irrespective of what you will do, Moses, this dimension I will not reveal it to you. Because it is not released to your age. It is not released to your dispensation. Moses began to pressurize God. And the Lord said, okay, 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 Moses. There is a place by me you will stand. I will cover your face. And then you will see another kind of my glory which is behind. You will see the the former glory. And not the latter. Because it is not meant for you to see. So what Moses was looking for was not given to his age. It was not given to his dispensation. It was not given to his time. God had a caliber of people in mind. He had a class of men in mind to reveal this glory to. Moses, you have seen this one, but this one is not for you. So we... Later saw in the book of John how that a man came and the Bible made us understood that there was no prophet greater than John the Baptist. In the history of every prophet, Elijah called down fire and then settled some matters on the mountain of God. Elisha did many signs and wonders. And then there came a man from nowhere that appeared. And the Bible told us that there was no prophet that was greater than John the Baptist. Follow me. It is not a mystery. It is not a mystery. But there was none greater than John the Baptist. Yet this John the Baptist was the least in the kingdom. But there was nobody that was greater than him. And then John the Baptist could fulfill a prophecy by saying, there is, I am, uh, there is one that is coming after me who shoe that I, I am not worthy to untie. But when he comes, he will baptize you with the, with the Holy Ghost. He said, for I baptize you with water unto repentance. But when this guy comes, he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. John the Baptist never did much miracle like those guys did. He never raised the dead like they did was not given to his age. He was what made him the, the greatest prophet in the land was because he could venture into the activity of heaven. He saw the reality of heaven in the flesh. He saw the word of God might manifest in flesh. John chapter 1 verse 14 he said and the word was made flesh and then it dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace. full of truth. So this dimension of God was never revealed to him. It was only revealed to this man. He saw it. He said, this guy, he is the the, the word of God. Follow me. Mm. So we began to study the book of Hebrews chapter 11. Mighty, mighty testimonies of this mighty man. How they walked with God. They stopped the mouth of lions by faith. Terrible activities wrought by the Holy Ghost. Mighty acts. They they surmounted mountains. They crossed oceans. They did terrible things by God. They shut the mouth of lions by the help of God. But the Bible made us understood in the book of Hebrews that they did not obtain the promise. There was a promise of the Father. Joel chapter 2 verse 28. The Father had a promise. Just follow me. I'm laying the foundation before we pray understand something. There was a promise of the Father. And you shall come after God, will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men shall see vision. One of the promise of the Father. Haggai chapter 2. Let's see verse 9 very fast, please. The glory of this letter house shall be greater than the former, said the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace. The glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former. Please take us back to the former scripture. That is Joel chapter 2. The next verse, please. Also upon my servant, upon the hands of those days, will I pour out my spirit. The next verse. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. And the sun shall be turned into darkness, the moon in blood, before the great day and the terrible day of the Lord. Understand, these are two different things. There is the great day of the Lord, and there is the terrible day of the Lord. Don't mistake in those two things. Follow me. The next one. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance as the Lord had said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. So there were classes, there were a class of people that God was said to reveal his glory to. So that anything we had ever seen, that the, 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 the heroes of old ever did, it was just, it was just a tip of the iceberg. It was not the reality. The Bible calls it in the book of Hebrew. He said there were shadows of things to come. There were never the reality of what was to come. There were just shadows. They were just shadows of to come. Lift up your voice and pray in the spirit one minute again. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Joel chapter 2 verse 23. Very fast please. Media help me. Joel chapter 2 verse 25. 23. Be glad then. Ye children of Zion. And rejoice in the Lord your God. For he had given you. The former reign. Moderately. And he will cause. It will cause to come down for you the letter and the former rain. Are you seeing that? The, the letter and the former rain. And the letter rain in the first month. Be glad, rejoice. For he has given you the former rain moderately. So every dimension that we saw that Moses operated was just the moderate dimension of rain. Elijah called down fire. And then he consumed the captain and their 50. They were just a dimension. They were just a moderate dimension of the ring. Elisha gave great prophecies. Mighty things happened in Israel and in Samaria. But they were just dimensions. They were just a tip of the iceberg. They were moderate rain. They were not the real thing. It was never the real thing. And every other person you could ever see. Now that is why you could see the fulfillment of everything that happened in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, respectively, as it were. As the prophet had decreed. Everything happened. So one of the ways which God was ready to give us this, it was to do what? To open unto us eternal rivers. Let me show you something. Genesis chapter 9, paratech. So you have an understanding now that everything that we saw in the Bible, everything the heroes of faith did, they were just moderate, they were not the real thing, they were the former glory, they were not the, the latter. As a matter of fact, the latter reign started in the time of Jesus. Jesus, the Bible speaking in the book of John, chapter 7, verse 17, verse 37. He said, In the last day, Jesus stood and cried. The last day. So the last day began from the days of Jesus. That was the latter So what we are looking for is not the latter So, We are not looking for the latter glory. We are looking for the glory. Because the glory of God is a combination of the latter and the former. That is what forms the glory of God. It's a combination Genesis chapter 9 verse 8 to 10. One of the ways which God is said to do this is to open unto us eternal rivers. Follow me. And God spake unto Noah, saying, and his sons with him, saying, And I, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you. And with every living creature that is with you, of the thousand of the cattle, and of every beast that is of the of the earth with you, from all that goes out of the ark to every beast of the earth. Okay, the next verse. And I establish my covenant with you. Neither shall all flesh be cut off anymore by the waters of a flood. See that. I will not cut off every flesh by the waters of the flood. Neither shall there be any more flood to destroy the earth again. Now, we you know what gave birth to this. How did a, a different civilization begin to multiply on the earth. And then the, the wickedness of men was stirred. And it displeased God that God had to destroy the earth with flood. And then God is now telling Noah, I am establishing a covenant with you. That I will no longer destroy the earth again with flood. Nahum chapter 2, chapter 1, verse 8. Nahum chapter 1, verse 8. Now, God has said, You will not destroy the earth with flood, right? Follow me, please. Say God has said he will not destroy the earth again with flood. Okay, see this now. And with an an overrunning flood, will he make an utter end of the place thereof, and darkness shall pursue his enemy? With an what? Please read back, with what? My question here tonight is, is God a liar? He had told me I will not destroy the earth again with flood. And now he's now telling us I will destroy the earth again with flood. Follow me. Nahum chapter 2. Let's see verse 4. Start from verse 3. I want to show you the reason why that prophecy was made. By the prophet Nahum. The shield of his mighty man is made red. The valiant men are in scarlet. The chariot shall be with flaming torches in the days of his preparation. And the feet shall be terribly shaken. Go now. The chariots shall rage in the street. They shall just steal one against another in the broad ways. They shall seem like torches. They shall run like lightning. They shall recount his word is they shall stumble on their ways and they shall make haste to the wall of the world thereof, and they shall and the defense shall be prepared. The next verse, the gates of the rivers shall be opened, and the palace shall be dissolved. So, with an overrunning flood, he will make an altar end of the earth, and then the palace of kings will be dissolved. How does he intend to do this? So we saw how that Jesus came. John chapter 7 verse 37. The Bible made us understood that Jesus stood in the last day of the feast. And then he cried. Let's see that place, please. He said in the last day of the feast. That great day Jesus stood and cried saying. If any man thirst. Let him come unto me and drink. Next verse please. He that believeth on me. As the scripture had said. Out of your belly shall flow. rivers.'" Of living water. So no, I will no longer destroy the earth again with flood. But with an overrunning flood, I will make an utter end of the earth. How am I going to do this? I will raise men and I will put river in their belly. And out of their belly they shall flow rivers of living water. And then they shall dissolve the palace of kings. Out of the belly of men. There shall flow rivers of living water. So for everyone sitting on down the sound of my voice, I came to tell you today that there is a river inside you that is waiting to be manifested. And tonight God is going to activate those rivers. He's going to open the gates of those rivers. out of your belly shall flow rivers so the flood i am bringing is not no the flood of water it is the flood of men it is the flood of the rise of men like angels that they will enter a street and the street will become too it will become too small for them to contend they will enter a territory and then they will contend with the principalities of that territory they went to a place and then my glory will be revealed and the Bible made us understood that the men of the spirit they are like the wind sir, you can never tell where they are coming from you will never tell where they are going to because they are, you can never tell where what you can never tell where water is coming from sir. And you can never tell where it is going to. These are the kind of men that he said to raise. They are men, but they carry ten rivers. They have the ability to sink down a whole territory. You are that river, Kai. You are that river. He said, out of your belly, out of your belly, there is something you carry that you don't know. There is a river inside of you that you don't know. There is an ability inside of you that you don't know. Shall flow rivers of living waters. So the criteria to sing a generation for Jesus is the ability he has placed in your stomach. There are, there are possibilities of the kingdom within you. But there is a challenge. There is a challenge. For ye are gods, you are the son, you are sons of the living God. But he said you will die like a man. Hi. You will die like a man. will you die like a man? Because you don't know. So let us devise another means to make them understand this. And that is what gave birth to Isaiah chapter 11. He said the earth shall be filled with the glory and the knowledge of the Lord as the waters. Why did the Bible have to use water to picture the glory of God? You will die like a mere mortal, because you don't know what is within you. You don't know who you are. You don't know who you are. After this night, I decree upon everyone that is here under the sound of my voice, that every river that has been shut after today, the gates shall be opened in the name of Jesus. You will die like a man. Not because God is not a faithful God, not because he has not written the prophecies down, but because you don't know, you lack knowledge. There is, not, there is a knowledge you lack of your person. Jesus knew who he was. You must know who you are. For an head, the Bible says, "For an head that doesn't know, he is a child." He says he different not, like, but a servant. So every child of God is a has a, a potential inheritance in God, but the knowledge you lack, is the is the problem. Is the is the reason. Why you are where you are, it is the knowledge you lack, it is the knowledge you lack. I am raising a kind of man, and I am giving them certain kind of knowledge about the kingdom. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard everything that God has packaged for us by redemption. He has revealed us into His sons by His Spirit. There is a revelation of the glory of God, but the knowledge is we lack. The knowledge we lack is the problem we have. Tonight, God will open eternal rivers to you, and your gate will continually be open. rivers. Deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 14. So why will I give you the rain? Why do you need the rain of the Spirit? You will see it. Then I will give you the rain... Of the land of your land, in the in its due season, the first rain and the latter rain, that thou mayest gather thy corn. Number one, so that you will do what you will gather. You will gather your corn. Now the word here the Corn there is a the significance of prosperity. When the children of Israel were about to depart from the land of Egypt, the Bible made us understand so that Moses told them, Gather your things together. We are about to move. You will gather your prosperity first. So I have read through the Bible. I have never seen where the Bible says, Prayer answered all things. It is money, prosperity They answered all things. So, first of all, you will gather what your prosperity. An error to think that, um, no. Beloved, above all things, I wish that you prosper and be in good health. Even as I so prosper it, you will gather your coin and the wine. You will gather your coin and, and the wine. The wine is another dimension of the Holy Spirit. This is the reason for the rain. Why will He give you the wine? So that you can manifest God. That is the oil. That is the reason why he is giving you the ring. There is a generation that need to know your Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Jesus, let my gates be open tonight. Let my gates be open. Lift up your voice. I'd like you to rise to your feet and pray. Let my gates be open tonight. Lift up your right hand and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let my gates be open tonight. Let my gates be open tonight. Can you lift up your voice and press now? de silana bregilas let my gates be open to the Let of the
1: spirit be open Let the gates of the living Oz牙: Let my gates of glory be open. Let the gates of mercy of, 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 of the church be open. Let the gates of excellence of the church be open. Let the gates of greatness of the church be open. Let the gates be broken Of your glory, Of Let the gates be open and let baka. Redege redege Jesus, let get you up. Let Let fire be in the mighty name of
0: Jesus. Amen. How do I experience the lottery Parusha this is where I was bringing you to. How do I experience the latter glory? There is a path by God. There is an ancient landmark of how men experience the glory of God. And that is what I came to submit to you tonight. How? Zechariah chapter 10 verse 1. Zechariah chapter 10 verse 1. He said, I see the Lord reign. I see the Lord of, of the Lord reign. In the times of the latter rain. So the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain. To every one grass of the field. To every one person that is here. That is the meaning of that scripture. So one of the ways to experience the latter glory is to ask. Moses asked, deliberately he asked, Lord I want to see your glory. It is persistence that will best result. Ask see the Lord rain. It is you that will ask for the rain. Because the heavens of the heavens is of the Lord. He said the earth has been given to the sons of men. So the Lord is not permitted to walk on the earth until a man enforces him on the earth. The agency of the kingdom will not come until a man called him. I sought for a man. I sought for a man, sir, that will stand in the camp. You are the bridge between divinity and humanity. Ask. How do I experience the rain number two? Wait for the rain. Job chapter 29, verse 23. Wait for the rain. After you have asked for the rain, Wait for the rain. Job chapter 29, verse 23. Media, help me, please. And they waited for me as for the rain. And they opened their mouth wide as for the letter rain. They waited for me. Understand this, that the letter rain is a personality. Jesus is the latter rain. So when Job is saying they waited for me as for the rain, he's referring to Jesus. Praise the Lord. He's referring to Jesus. He said they waited for me as the rain. That was the latter rain. Wait for the rain. Paratusa. After you have asked for the rain, you should wait for the rain. The waiting process is the most painful process. But any man that has zeroed his mind to wait, it is a proof that divinity can still host humanity can, can still host the glory of God. Any man that is determined to wait the process of waiting inside it is not easy. And God servant speaking one time. He said the the more we wait on God, the weightier we become. Before God can pour the weight of His glory upon a man, the man has to wait on him to make him weightier. To have weight, you have to wait. The last time I checked, God doesn't just release men, He takes them through a process. And in the process, you have to wait. He said, You should wait. It is not me. He said, You should wait. Why should you wait? Why should you wait? Now, while you are waiting, there are three things the Lord will be doing to you before you can see the glory of God. Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah chapter 6. We will pray. When you are there when you are there when you are here when you are here when you are here when you are there when you are there when you are there Year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon his throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood six seraphims, and one had six wings. Okay, with twine he covered his face, and with twine he covered his feet, and with twine he did fly. Let's see the next verse. And they cried one to another, Holy, holy, (laughs) holy is the Lord. Of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Go back to the next verse. That is my emphasis. These are the things God will do to you when you wait. Watch this. He said, with twine. He had six wings. We twine. He covered his face. and will twine. to covered his feet. and will twine this fly. The two wings which he covered his face would. They signified humility. So, one of the things God will do to you when you are in the process of waiting is that he will make you humble. Because it is only humble men that can host the glory of God. If you think I am lying, ask Jacob. God will have to break your pride. For Jacob, it was not easy. The, the horror of it, the favor of his bone had to be broken for him to host the dimension of God. And one of the things that made Jacob a prince was that God had to break him. Being that he did not see anywhere to break again, he had to break the strongest of all his wounds. And then the Bible made us understood for as a prince, he had power with God and with man, and he prevailed, he was a man. So the Lord will break through your pride. That knowledge that you think you have, he will steal it from you. that strength that you think you have, he will take it from you. In Ezra chapter 3, Ezra chapter 3, we saw some things that happened there. After that, the the, the foundations of the temple was to be built. And then something very unique happened. The elders, they were crying. And the young men, they were rejoicing. And then the noise became a confused noise. The young men were shouting because they have not seen the dimensions of the movement of God before. They were celebrating. They were settling for the little. It is what they have seen. But the old men were crying because they have seen a dimension that is higher than this. more than every other person. That is the day you start falling. So any generation that loses touch of history will end up in misery. The day you despise what the fathers did, you will lack feathers to fly. See, get me. The destiny of every man is a continuation of somebody's destiny, because God is a God of patterns, and God follows patterns. He respects patterns. Never break his word. Even Jesus, that is your Jesus. When it was time for him to be announced, the Bible made us understood that he stayed in the mountain and then he prayed. And then they came to him, Elijah and Moses. What was Elijah? Elijah was a representation of the prophets. What was Moses? He was the representation of the law. This were the spirit of just men made perfect. What did they come to do to Jesus? They came to confirm his ministry that this is the son of God. Hear him. It is the immortal that has to announce you. Even Jesus, that is the Son of God. The Bible said he, he, learned, he learned obedience through the things he suffered. If God had to even humble the man, who are you? It came to a point, a, a point in his life that it was time for this man to be baptized. The Bible said Jesus also standing by the line so there was something special about jesus but yet he stand he stood in the line with them he was the king of kings yet he decided to stand in the line to be baptized of a man that he made who are you what do you think you have these are the things we do that has that has shifted the glory of god from our life God resisted the proud, sir. He said, He gives grace to the humble. Anytime there is a display of pride, the Lord is not seeing the man, He's seeing Lucifer. Resist the devil. If God resists the proud and He's telling you to resist the devil, every time you show pride, you are reminding God of something. A broken man is a proof that humanity can host divinity so that is the process You wait. he has to make you humble first he said we do they cover their face it is after he has broken you he said we do they did fly it is after he has broken you that you will become available the two wings which they used to fly was a symbol of availability after humility comes availability You can never see a man that is available that is not humble. He has to break your pride and make you available. You will never experience Remove it from your mind. Let it be far from you. You will never experience the glory of God without first of all going through this process. Humility, availability. And then the last one. He said, we do to cover their feet. What does that show? Purity. For God is of a purer eyes than to behold iniquity. He cannot see it. He's too clean. He is too holy. The seraphis could not express what they are seeing. So they only cry, cry out, Holy! Holy! It was a shout, it's the Lord. The whole earth is full of His glory. Purity. Follow peace with all men. Very good. And holiness. Without which... So he said, no eyes. So I can be in the choir, but without holiness, no eyes. I can be whatever I am, but without holiness, no eyes. So I see the Lord. Irrespective of how much you have contributed to the church, without holiness, that is the hindrances to experiencing the glory it's a challenge these are sacrifices you must be you must be humble you must be available and then you must be pure to host the glory of God Lift up your hands to heaven right now. I'd like you to begin to pray in the spirit. Jesus, I am available tonight. For I sought for a man that will stand in the car. Lord, I am available. Lord, make me available Lord, according to your word, seek ye first
1: the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and every other thing shall be added unto you. I am available tonight, to host your group, lift up your voice, pray, cry out to God, shaka kawaii. We've got a God, 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 kataka kataka let it purify inshallah kabarasebro esa and la gadagara diosa rmn esa balaba la balaba esa balaba bro pela baria katama kotokaita esa balaba inmaschine esa balaba jesus christ the fire of holy ghost bro pela esa let
0: it purify so this is what will be happening to you tonight there are there are some of us in this place that will be joining the chariot of God. That is what the Lord told me audibly. There are some of you in this place tonight that will be joining the chariot of heaven. That is what I came to do tonight. What is the last way to experience the glory of God? Sacrifice. It is only a dead man that can carry the glory of God. Because the glory of God is too weighty. A living person cannot carry it. John chapter 12, verse 24. Except a corn of wheat fall to the ground, and then it dies. It is only a dead man, sacrifice. Sacrifice is the way out. It is a proof that a man can carry. You have to die you have to die one of the ways you sacrifice to God is through prayers as said, "Even Jesus learned to be de- through the things he suffered God has given you destinies but there is a label attached to that destiny there are things you have to guard carelessly jealously you guard it you guard it jealously. Lift up your hands. Father, give me the grace to labor the labor my destiny requires. Give me the grace to labor the labor that my destiny requires. Every level the grace the I, I need. Lord, the knowledge of the I need. Lord, Jesus, manifestation. Give me the, the grace. grace we need. To labor, oh, oh. the, the level that my destiny
1: requires. The spirit we need. The truth we need. Palana, to labor the labor of the glory, palana. Lord, let it be released. Let it be released upon us. The mindset that we need. Glory, let, be released, Lord, let be released upon us. Lord, let it come. The glory, palana. The ability.
0: listen to me now the Lord will begin to activate you rivers in this place now eternal rivers in this place now from that side to this side there will be a flow of the spirit of God hear me, this is what you will feel some of you to be like oil is dropping from your head some of you to be like your hand like like there is an electric shock some of you your chest will want to explode some of you your legs will be too heavy to carry you, all shall be on the watch Now, this is an assignment you will do for me. Something is about to happen to your life. Now, we are going to shout the name of Jesus. Hear me, hear me, hear me. This is the reason why we are calling the name of Jesus. Because Jesus is the activator of eternal rivers. Now, you are calling him to activate your rivers. You are going to shout Jesus seven times. At the last time, you will cry out from the top of your voice. You will pray, Jesus, open the gates of my rivers. Follow instructions, please. Are you ready? Something will happen to you now. From my left to my right, angels of God, begin to move now begin to move now begin to move now shout jesus number 1 jesus shout aka baradeko
1: ele gadiya somela der two jesus hey akomala sidi gidigi dia sidi gidigi dia three Jesus. Fuck! Seven, better Seven, better than the radio. Seven, the the better
0: Jesus Christ. Amen. Lift up your hands wherever you are. There is going to be an activation right now. The Lord is telling me that there are a few of you here and there is a, a mighty call of the evangelistic ministry. It's going to come mighty upon you. The evangelistic ministry and the pastoral ministry. I will give you pastors after my heart. It is going to come mighty upon you. Lift up your hands. Close your eyes. Precious Holy Spirit, I decree that you will begin to move in this place like a mighty rushing wind. Select for yourself these ones now. From this end to that end, let there be a hush of the Spirit. Let there be a movement of the Spirit. Let the sound of their voices Begin to be released now. Touch. Touch. Get an electric shock. Run out here now. Run out now. Let me pray for you and activate it. Para tu zigigigigiginis, pana degranata vigigigedo, bugala dagabara. Holy Spirit I ask that you begin to touch this one right now by yourself I activate. I activate I activate I activate I activate I activate I activate it. I activate them I activate them now in the name of Jesus activations are taking place don't stand casually activations are taking place now like a mighty wind. Three persons. You know what the Lord is doing to you? do in the course of this program. Come out now. I want to pray for you. I don't know you. I don't know you. But that is what I'm hearing. Come out. This is the atmosphere of Jesus and anything is possible. This is the atmosphere of Jesus. Oh, your yeah, angels of God begin to move deposit fire on the head of man today is the last day of the feast it is a great day Wings to confirm what I said. You've had revelations of manifestations, you've had revelations of manifestation. Mighty things were done in your dream, mighty things were done in your dream. Tonight was the night of your activation. I'd like you to come out here now. Don't look at me. I'm not the one to pray for you. I am too small. But run out here now and lay your hands on this altar. I know what I saw. He showed you terrible things in your dream. This is the night of your activation. Are kneeling down, they begin to cry to Jesus. Don't look at me. I can't help you. I am just a voice. Cry out to Jesus. The rest of you, wherever you are, lift up your voice and begin to pray. Few minutes. Tell Jesus to open up us. He said, I will will bring forth rivers in dry dry places. Waters in dry places. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Wait, wait, wait. There is someone here There was a very mighty healing anointing upon you. It was like an anointing, very mighty. When it came, it came like a cap. But something happened along the line, you lost it. The Lord is asking me to pray for you. That is the best that I will pray for. The Lord is asking me to pray for you now. You know you have lost it due to one carelessness or the other. Come out now. Come out now. Don't kneel down. Stand. That the people that I will pray for. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Everybody, stand up. Lift up your hands. Begin to pray. Jesus, let tonight. My night, let tonight be my night of release. Let tonight be my night of release. All of you here standing, lift your hands
1: in the
0: name of Jesus Christ. I decree that there will be a touch and there will be a restoration of every mantle that has been lost. Amen. By the power, in the name of Jesus Christ. So as I answer, lift you, let your eyes be closed. Power of God will descend mightily upon you. You will feel it. No them, please. Let them call on thee. Open. open up. working, or else things will begin to stop working in your life. Listen to what I'm about to say. It is an experience that happened to me. God's servant, one time, he came to a new group. And we just finished the program. The anointing to prevail. And I was lying down on the parlor couch. I opened my, the Bible. I was reading through Ezekiel. And when the Lord was warning me, He was one in the Ezekiel, sir. He said, when I send you to tell these people this you don't tell them. I will require their blood from your head. My heart began to break. And then I heard the voice of God saying clearly, he said, I have placed authority in your lips. Whatever you will say, you will see it. And sir, he was sleeping in the room when I went inside. And as soon as I got inside, he just woke up with that sleep eye. He said, the Lord just spoke to you now. He said, he has placed authority in your lips. Whatever you will say, you will see it. The next morning, he left for Gombe. And then my younger brother was washing. Most of us are familiar with this testimony. He was washing dishes outside, plates. I went to get water to bed after I had him. Now, he left the plates he was washing, he was playing. And then there was this hand that was eating from the plate. So I had forgotten what happened in the night. Totally forgotten everything that happened. I forgot about the encounter. And unconsciously I said, Before I enter this bathroom and come out, you are dead. Sir, I was joking. I was joking. But I went inside, took my bath, I came out, chicken was dead, instantly he, the chicken died. I asked my younger brother, how far, you kill him, you stone him. he said, no. did he eat any poison, insect, he said, no, How intake died. The owner came around, we were wondering what killed the chicken. And my brother told me, he just saw the chicken, the chicken was just struggling with his life, and the chicken fell down and died instantly. And I started wondering what happened. And I heard God reminded me, I have placed authority. That is the kind that is coming upon somebody's life. Your amen is not relevant. It's not, you don't need to say it. It is what I know. That is the kind. Now, God is telling me, I am placing authority. After this experience tonight, in the lips of men, they will decree a word. And it shall come to pass. For how shall we know that he has sent him? Is it not when he speaks and it cometh to pass? That is how we will know that the Lord is with him. That is what will happen to some of you. Seven of you precisely. You will begin to operate in that dimension. Where you will call things and they will answer. call things they will answer now for for all of you that is kneeling down here now, this is what will happen to you hear me You you will enter the field of evangelism to preach the gospel and you will see a measure of the prophetic dimension that is to say people will answer to you by the mystery which you command they cannot understand how you knew it this is this is uh, this is what happened to me. me. Please calm down. Let them hear me, because testimonies are the spirit of prophecy. So we went there for evangelism. I am my friends Peter and the rest of them. And then there was this brother. When we got there, it was in a bar. I called him. Please, we would like to share the word of God with you. The guy told me I was busy. I am busy. He told me he was busy. I am busy. I am trying to do something. I said, there's no problem. What will I do? I started praying in the spirit. So I was praying in the spirit. His name dropped. Edu. And I, I screamed, Edu. He shocked. I said, Chin Edu, as the Lord told me. He said, how did you know my name? I said, don't worry. Come. He came. He brought here. The same person that was busy. Brought here and sat down. And heard the word of God. That is the dimension you were operating From there. I am not in my hands on you but the power of God from this altar will work in your life. Everybody lift up your hands wherever you are. All of you, join your hands, please. I will pray a general prayer for you. And then you go back to your seat. We don't have time. We don't have time, so we can go on time. Lift your hands now. You wait, those that are kneeling down, wait. Lift up your hands, Father. In the name of Jesus, I activate these rivers that are standing right here before your altar. I decree in the name of Jesus that these rivers they will dissolve the palace of kings in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It is done in Jesus' name. Go back to your seat. The rest of you here, hold your hands together, lift it up. Lift your hands up, please. I didn't say you go. You wait for me. Lift your hands. These are the people that had the revelation, right? You had the revelation, right? Answer me. You had the revelation. Hold your hands, lift them up together. Father, for by a prophet he brought them out of the land, and by a prophet he preserved them. I preserve them, Jesus. And everyone that you have sent forth in the name of Jesus Christ, let their gates be eternally open in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you that whatsoever the Lord will do in your life from tonight. It will be forever in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Go back to your seat. Hallelujah. He said, In the day you will hear his voice, do not harden your heart. Listen to me. The only way you can carry the revival power of God is that first of all, Jesus has to be the Lord and Savior of your life. Jesus has to be in charge of your life. He has to be your Father. Kai. The day you In the day you will hear his voice. Do not harden your heart. You are here on the sound of my voice. You know Jesus is not the Lord of your life. I give you two minutes to run down. Two seconds to run. No, I give you ten seconds to run down to this altar now. As I will pray for you. One, please, salvation is very personal. I'd like you to run down to this altar now. Or maybe you are here. You know you have backslided. You have been disobedient to what God has asked you to do. I'd like you to run down here now. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Run down to this altar now. Let me pray for you. Two. So you can use me. I give myself Three, run down here now. Oh or